0: Welcome to New Destiny Christian Center's Message of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor David Verdecchio. If you'd like to find more information about our ministry, please visit us online at www.NewDestinyChristianCenter.com. Activation. I love this word. I really do. There's such a, a power that's released when you just begin to think about activation. So we've been spending the past few weeks going down, and I took a word for each of the letters of an aspirate of um, activation, and the first word that we went over, of course, uh, was aspiration, right? A strong desire to achieve something higher, great. You know, sometimes in Christianity, there's a mindset of, well, I'm just a, a lonely worm. I just suck dirt all day, and. But, you know, there's something about when you dream about changing the world. About being able to go and see the power of God move. Right? He gave you authority to do it. He gave you the power to do it. And then he went and did it. Then they went and did it. Okay? So you have to understand. God wants to do something. All right? I go and review because I want you to remember these things. Second word was commission. The act of granting certain powers or authority. To carry out a particular task or duty, right? Jesus said in Matthew 28, 18, I've been given all authority. Now I'm telling you what to do, right? He gave you all authority. Everything's been given to him. And then he said, now go and do it. And so it's up to us to be able to step out, go preach and save. Right? The goal is salvation, the goal of NDCC is not to make NDCC bigger. I'm not opposed to that happening, but that's not the goal. The goal is to win souls to Jesus Christ. That always has to be the primary reason for why we do what we do. To win souls to Jesus. You, know, you can have a big church and most of them go to hell, and I don't think that's a victory. That's right. That's right. I'm not preaching yet, I'm, I'm reviewing. This is reviewing. The T is for timing. Timing is so important. In the things of God, timing is one of the most important things that we have. Ecclesiastes 3.1. To everything there is a season. A time for every purpose under heaven. We're in a season right now where God is doing something that is powerful and dynamic. Okay, you're seeing an openness. How many people have been witnessing this year more already than you witnessed last year? Look at all those hands, right? And the the, the thing that shows you the seasons changing is how many of you have had better responses this year to your witnessing? Right, people are responding differently than they have in times past because there's a season of openness to the things of God. So seasons are very important, and we have to be able to understand them, right? And then there's timing, past, future, and present. You can't do anything to change your past. There's some things I wish I could change. I'm probably not the only one here. There's some things that if I could do it again, if I could go back and get a big do over. You can't change your past. You can't affect your future only thing you have access to is your present amen. when you take your presence and do today what God puts in front of you that's what affects your future and gets you to a different place amen, amen. so today the word is initiative all right. initiative it's a good word Now I don't intend to hold you very long here all day amen we got the chili cook off tonight which is going to be fun And some of the men took the initiative to make chili. (laughs) Initiative, initiative. Initiative is an introductory act or step. An introductory act or step. It's a leading action to take initiative. To take initiative. You get, you, you, initiative means you got to do something. Have you noticed that focused around activation, just about everything we talk about is an action. Yeah. Action. It's doing something. It, it's stepping out. It's, it's, it's not saying something. It's not hearing something. It's not believing something. It's doing something. Yeah. Right? So initiative is doing what you said. One's personal Responsible decision to act on one's own initiative. Serving to set in motion or to initiate. Okay? Now, First Samuel chapter number 14. First Samuel chapter number 14. I got too much stuff up on here. And verse number 6. Bible says, then Jonathan, who was the king's son, then Jonathan said to the young man who bore his armor, come, let us go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for nothing restrains the Lord from saving by many or by few. So his armor bearer said to him, do all that is in your heart. Go then, here I am with you. According to your heart. So what happened here is you've got the children of Israel and they're they're in this place and it it doesn't look good. And Jonathan says, I'm going to go over and just take my armor bearer with me and let's see what we're going to do. Let's just see what God will do. He took initiative to do something about the circumstance they were in. And the armor bearer said, are you a little crazy? And I'm with you. And you can read the story, but they went over, and they, 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 they went over there, and God began to cause chaos to happen within the camp. Israel won a great victory that day, but the reason they won the victory is because Jonathan stepped out. See, it's in the stepping out. When you think of initiative, it's in stepping out. Right? We, we got a dance team doing the step. I wanted to join, but they wouldn't let me. Oh, that's stomping, not stepping. See, activation takes initiative, and initiative takes action. Activation takes initiative, and initiative takes action. Now, when I think of initiative, I'm I'm praying, and I'm believing God, I'm going through, and I'm like, okay, God, how do we want this to work? And, and, And God began to speak to me, and he began to show me, in order for you to take initiative, you have to be willing to do something different. You have to be willing to do something different. How many people here have a, one of these things with you? Right? If it was darker in here, I'd say, you know, do the light. That, do they still do that? I don't know. Back in my day, it was a lighter. Yeah, but Anyway. Right? But, but these things, it, whether you've got a real one with an eye on it or a fake one, They all come from the same place, and what I mean by that is this. One day, somebody decided that they were going to do something that couldn't be done. Nobody told him to do it. Nobody told him how to do it. He just said, I'm going to do this. Now, I'm not a big Steve Jobs fan. The guy was not a good man. If you worship Steve Jobs, he's the wrong one. But what he did was innovate because he took initiative to do what couldn't be done and they kept telling him this can't be done and all through history you have men and women that would be willing to do what couldn't be done they took initiative and they stepped out and took risk and if we're going to be a people of activation this year we have to be willing to step beyond ourselves, beyond what we know, and beyond what we think. See, taking initiative really means you gotta get out of your box. You you gotta, I, I got some boxes. Just why not? I went in the office, at least I need boxes. We don't have any. Right, so here we have three boxes. I gotta put them where I'm not gonna trip over when you can see them. Right, we got a, a bigger one, we got a medium one, and a little one, right? We got three boxes. Now, all of us have boxes in our lives, and boxes aren't all bad. Right, all of us have boxes in our lives. Boxes are, they're containers. Right, so if you're going to ship something, uh, I I don't recommend using the post office because it might never get there. True story. I'm not preaching lies. I'm telling the truth. So you have to get the box that fits what you're trying to accomplish. Right, if I'm going to put this and ship it across the country. That's probably not the best box. It's too big, right? So you want to get one that fits it. So boxes accomplish something, but they, they only hold so much, right? I can't put something that's bigger than this box in here and ship it and expect it to get there. Right? You have to be able to close it and tape it and all those kind of things. Well, we all have boxes in our lives. We have boxes in the way that we think and all the different areas that, that, that we live in. There's, there's a box that's there, okay? Now... Boxes are affected by many things. They're natural and they're normal, okay? Like where you grew up, that's a box. That's a box. If you grew up in Delco, you have a Delco box. I spent many years out of Delco so that I could get out of that box. It affects the way you think. Right? If you have a Delco box, it affects the way that you speak. Yeah. Right? They call it the Delco accent. It cracked me up when I heard that. I thought, well, I had it my whole life. I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> right? So it's, it's a box that's there. It affects the way you, you think, right? Like, people that grow up in this area, they're Eagles fans. Right, because they, they, they grow up here and they're around it and they, and they see it now, right? so, you, so, you got, so you got different boxes that you grow up in. Right. You know, when I moved to Denver, I was 21 years old, born and raised, right, in Ridley Township. I'd never really been anywhere else. I moved, I moved to Denver and I began to think to myself, these people are weird. It was just so different. You know, but they have a box too. It's, it's a different box. In some ways, it's a weird box. Okay, it, it, the climate's different. And, you know, when I moved to Denver, they called it the Mile High City, because literally the city of Denver, which is still in the plains, is a mile high. They don't have oxygen. I think it took me five years to be able to breathe. Right, so it's, it's, it affects the way you look at things, the way you do things, there are all those different kinds of things, right? Where you live currently is a box. The neighborhood that you're in. And that box determines the way you look at things and the way you see things. Now, some people want to get in other people's boxes. Some people want to just get out of their box. But it's still a box. Your friends are a box who you hang around, really is a limiting box. Some people, your friends, are that size box. Because they tell you, you can't. You'll never do anything. They're, They're a small box. Other people, they have boxes that are bigger that their friends tell them they can accomplish more. That they're currently this size and their friends are telling them you can be this size. right. Now now here's the key. If you're this size and you're hanging around with people that tell you you should be this size, that sounds good until you begin to take it personal. Because it's more comfortable to be this size. Because this size requires more. I'm not on my notes right now, so. And, and the medium boxes are criticizing this size, but they don't want to do what it takes to become this size. And this size, the problem with this size is they think they're better than those sizes. they're not. Your job is a box. You know, for years, I worked worked construction, born and raised in it. You know, when your dad's a bricklayer, you you get calluses when you're young. Well, actually, you just get bloody hands when you're young, and they turn into calluses eventually. I mean, I I was 16 years old and and carrying brick and cinder block. Your hands have never hurt until, because back then, you didn't wear gloves. My dad said, gloves. Don't wear gloves. Toughen your hands up. I go, tough. I'm bleeding. (laughs) I think I weighed about 100 pounds. (laughs) So, but I had a a mindset because of the jobs that I had, right? That this is, my wife would be like, God wants to bless us. And I said, now, honey, this is what I do for a living, this is how much you make doing that. See the box? She kept saying, God wants to do more. And I kept saying, I can't do more. This is what I do. This is what you make doing what I do. So there was a box that was created around the way that I think because of what I what I did, my job. So your job is a box. Your finances. How many here have ever said, I can't afford to do that? All right, the rest of you are probably lying or you're rich. I mean, when my kids were little, they'd be like, Daddy, Daddy. It's hard to remember that they actually called me that. They're, they're you know, anyway. Daddy, Daddy, can, can we stop on the way home from church and get McDonald's? I, I mean, that to me, that was like eating at Outback back in the day. To me, it cost as much as Outback. I didn't even eat steak then. Anyway, daddy, daddy, come we, we can't afford that. I'd say it all the time. And so my finances were a limiting factor, they, they would prevent me from able to do things. Now, NDCC has a box. Did, did you know that? This is a box. Now, we prayed for this box. We believed God for this box. We're believing God to pay this box off. But nonetheless, it is a box. It's a bigger box than we had at the other place. It's a nicer box than we had at the other place. But it's still a box that limits. And so if we're going to take initiative... And we're going to activate some things we have to find ways to not allow the box to box us in and how can we break it see in your life there's things that you dream of and this is the thing that's sad I don't even think they do it anymore but we were kids right you remember when you were a kid they'd say Frankie what do you want to be when you grow up Right? We were in school and they, they, you had to do a, usually a something, right? Write a paper on what you want to be. I want to be an astronaut. I want to be president. I want to be a fireman, whatever it may be, right? But what happens, I've noticed, with young people, they start out with aspiration, but then life beats it out of them. Yes. And it slowly shoves them into a box that tells them you can't be that, you're this. So boxes, they set boundaries. Your your thoughts can't get any bigger than the box you're in. There's three things that that boxes do that we have to change because they're limiting in nature, okay? If you're gonna get out of your box, you've gotta get your prayer life out of your box. See, to have initiative, you got to get out of the box. To activate, you have to have initiative. To have initiative, you got to get out of your box. You have a box that controls your prayer life. And it's different for everybody. I I was sitting here this morning, and and we're worshiping, and I don't jump anymore because my knees don't like it, but I'm watching, right, and they're getting going, right? A couple people come running to the front, they're they're jumping. and, And so whenever that happens, you know, I... I kind of get the Bob going, but, but then but then I look, and what I'm looking at is this, I, I, I look because I see boxes. See, I knew what I was preaching on this morning, so I'm, well, it's a good thing I knew, but and, and, and so I'm sitting here, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to see boxes this morning, and so you got people that go, I'm trying to remember the words of the songs we sang, but anyway. I stepped into, you stepped into my Egypt, right? Took me by the hand. The promised land thing, right? So there's something, right? Death is swallowed up forever by the fury of a love. That's a that's a song that when you when you get it, I mean it's just like mm, So you got some people that their box in worship is this. Usually towards the back, I'm not looking, (laughs) is this box in worship. Right? Because what happens is we have mindsets that cause us to respond in programmed ways. right? Generally, here's the way it works. The Spanish people do that All right Spanish people just have that 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 passion ah. see I'm half Italian so I got half Italians are pretty passionate too the other half's German that's like the exact opposite so, so, but you've got you've got this. The, the people that they just. Oh my word! I got saved. I, I'm free. I'm out of Egypt, uh, right? But then, but then, if you're in a box, sometimes you're thinking, that's really great, but you don't have a freedom to express. Now, many times it's not your fault, but it's still a box, and it's when you recognize that box. See, I. I tend to be less expressive than most people. Would would you agree with that? You've known me for a long time. My kids told me I didn't, they didn't really know who I was until I moved here, and that was only 12 years, 17 years ago. (laughs) And so I, I tend to not be as expressive. But something happened when I recognized, you know what, I need to change that. Because the truth of the matter is this, Jesus was not this stoic serious person he was jewish yeah. they do all kinds of crazy dances and stuff yeah. right there's there was a, there's a there's a their culture is very and so when you understand that worship is a box that we tend to put ourselves in and if you see yourself I and mean, this is a no john i don't want anyone to come to me and go you, think you said this about me no What I'm trying to do is get you to recognize the box that prevents you from going higher in your worship. In your prayer, it's the same thing. We have to be a people that allow ourselves to change. Confession. I had this giant box, well, it was a small box, as big as my head. When it came to confession and prayer, this was me. Who said that? (laughs) Matthew 6.10, the Bible says, it's it's the Lord's Prayer. The Bible says, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. I didn't have that prayer for a long time. My prayer was, I need a raise, fix my wife, <laughs> right? It was, it was all the things that were issues around my life, right? I'm hurt. This person did this. I didn't like it. There were, they were those prayers that were there. Now, they were prayers that were real. They were prayers that meant something to me. And over time, I begin to add some some passion to those prayers. But those prayers were so limiting. When this scripture came to me, and it was a revelation that God hit through a song, and it begins, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. I begin to shift the way that I pray. Right? Even within NDCC right now, there's been a shift that has taken place in our prayer. That on Tuesday nights, we're praying different than we did before. That people are beginning to believe God in a different way. See, if your prayers don't shake something loose, change your prayers. But it's hard because we think the box is our friend. This is the way that I pray. See, that's what boxes do. They tell you you're that way for a reason, that may be, but you can change and get out of the box. Your prayers can begin to go higher, right? I don't want anyone to think that I'm putting you down. I'm trying to lift you up. I'm trying to to take the tape and cut it loose so you have an escape, okay? So your prayers, you go from saying, Lord, I'll do it when. Anyone ever prayed that? I pray. I used to pray it all the time. Jesus, I'll do it when. When the kids grow up. When things get a little bit easier. When my wife changes. I'm trying to get even, sorry. Right? I had a list of the things that I had to do. Right? When pastor recognizes my gift. Whatever it may be, I had this list. But when you get out of your box, your, your prayer changes from, Lord, I'll do it when, to, Lord, send me. And all of a sudden, when you begin to pray, Lord, send me, that changes things. Yeah. Father, I see a need. Oh, Jesus, I see a need. God, send me. Lord, if you want to do something, you can use anybody. God, use me. Father, I just ask that you use me. And it gets you out of that box. And it, it's scary to be outside the box now. See, the box affords you some protection. We, we tend to like our boxes. Because they really do. We're secure in here. See, when you're in a box, you know, you know everything about that box. You know what it feels like in there. You know just how big it is. You know you can take this many steps. You don't run into the wall because, you, see, you know the box. And as soon as you get to where it is, your box is protection. It's comfort. It feels good. And so when I say things like begin to get out of your box and you begin to pray, in a different way and you begin to instead of saying well I'll do it when all this stuff is ready and you begin to say my god people are dying see what COVID should have done with Christianity is, is the church should have begin to say good Lord people are dying we got to get out of this building and get them saved not fear Not, oh, let's huddle together and make sure that we're all safe. And so when the box opens, all of a sudden you begin to feel like I'm in a different place. I don't know this place. I don't, this is a weird feeling. This is different you think it would be freedom but it but it feels like a big apprehension that's why so many people when they take initiative and they get out of the box they look around and then they go back into the box because there's safety in the box but God wants to change that for us he wants to cause us to begin to do things different right NDCC is a box this this building this Everything that we are, the way the church started, the way it was formulated, there's boxes that are there, and we have to take initiative to begin to change some of those things to see something open up so we can do more. Right? People walk in all the time and they say, usually visitors from people in ministry and stuff, they'll come in and they'll go, how many is this seat? And I'll tell them, well, this is 175 chairs. So in their mind, I know what they're doing right away, they're calculating. 80% is all you're going to get. And they say, that's as big as you can get. See how the box works? And then you begin to believe it. Well, how are we going to get bigger? How are we going to grow? It's going to take some initiative. It's going to take some work. It's going to take some feeling different. It's going to take packing some people in, putting some people here, putting some people over there. Right? It's going to take doing something a little bit different. I'll get into that in a few weeks in initiative. So we have to change... Our prayers. we got to go from, Lord, I need a raise, to, Lord, where can I give? That's a different prayer. And it does not dependent on what you make. See, Lord wants us to spread out to reach a larger area. He wants us to begin to expand. How do we get in the schools? How do we get in the high schools? How do we get in the colleges? How do we expand into the city? See, we have to get out of the box in our thinking as well. We think a certain way when we're inside the box. We, we, we think, you know, we have all the limiting factors. I can only do this and I can only do that because of, of what we think. And so there's a, there's a challenge of being able to get out, right? When I talked about J- Steve Jobs, that's exactly what he did. What did he do? He said, I want to put a computer on every desk. That's impossible. You can't do that. It's not going to work. His own guys are working for him. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Nope, nope, nope. They'd go so far and they'd say, no, we can't get a power supply that small. Sorry, just can't do it. They had to change the way they look at things. If you're going to get out of your box, you've got to be willing. See, this is the hard part. You've got to be willing to look at things differently. To look at things in a way that you've never looked at them before. And that's something that can be very challenging. But are you willing to change the way you think so you can reach the world? There's things that I was raised up with in Christianity to believe. This is how you do it. The group that I was a part of, they, this is how you do it. And somewhere in there, I had to break free of some of that. Not all of it was bad, but I had to break free and say, now, wait a minute. Why can't we do this? If you want freedom in your life, you've got to challenge yourself to look at things differently. If all you do is get around the same people that think the same way that you think, you'll never break out of it. If you're the sharpest pencil in the drawer, find a new drawer. Challenge your thinking. Start it to be something different. Believe God to do something bigger. Say, God, I wanna do something different. I told my cousin one time, I said, you know, we were talking and we hadn't seen her in a long time and I said, yeah, I've gone to Africa, I've done some different things. She goes, you did what? I said, I went to Africa. She goes, that's amazing. Yeah, you know, to me, it's normal because I changed my thinking. To her, it was, it was it was abnormal, it was different. You have to change your thinking. What's the conventional thinking? Now, I'm not saying think strange things. If it's not in the word, it's wrong I gotta make sure I make this point good and strong if it's not in the word it's wrong okay very important if you have a sensation that you believe is from God that tells you leave your wife and go get this one that sensation is called your flesh that's not right alright so when I say change your thinking I'm not saying get off of the word it's just change our thinking in the way that we do things to reach souls for Christ. Right. Are, are you understanding that? Yes. Right? So boy's a boy, a girl's a girl? Yes. Born that way, stays that way? Yes. Boys marry girls, girls marry boys? Yes. Nothing else? Yes. One boy, one girl? That's it? Yes. Not two and three? and. Yes. Alright, you're understanding what I'm saying. Alright, I just want to make sure. Two plus two is still four. All right. The last box that you got to get out of is your action box. If you're going to initiate something, initiation takes action. Okay, initiation takes action. You have to do something to bring change. Ed, can I get you to do me a favor? Right behind you is the light switch. Turn it off. Now turn it on. He had to do something for something to change. If you want something to change in your life, you have to change something. You have to do something. There's an action that's required. James 1.22 yes. But be doers of the word. Not hearers only. Deceiving yourself. You have to do something to bring change. Right now, everything that I'm saying, in Bible college, and when I meet with people, when I talk with people, everything I'm talking about is an action, an action, action, action. What are you gonna do, what are you gonna do? Pastor, I don't know what I'm gonna do with this. What are you gonna do to change it? Pastor, I don't have enough money. What are you gonna do to change it? So everything is about action, action, action. But here's what I've noticed, and this this is, this is just an observation that I want you to get. Okay, Most people, when I say, what are you going to do to change it? They say, I'm going to pray more. And I say, you're a Christian. You should be praying anyway. (laughs) Have you not been praying? Well, no, I've been praying. Okay, what are you going to do to change it? I'm believing God for a new revelation. See, all that, all of that, is shifting responsibility to something you don't control. I'll change when I get a fresh revelation. There's 66 books. There's, there's 66 books in the book. Plenty of revelation. Plenty of revelation. All right? Do what it says, and then wait for the next revelation to come from heaven. It's an action. And so what I'm feeling is it's really an action. So to use the example I used earlier, if, if you're kind of stuck in a box, right? When, when I had a hard time being expressive in my worship, and I'm, I'm being honest, I, nobody, nobody, none of you, her and her, the only two that knew me. When I had a hard time breaking free and being expressive, I'll never forget... When I finally came to that place and I said, you know what? I want it, but something in me stops me. What changed it? One day we were in worship and it was, you know, all of a sudden there was a a sound that began to hit and I felt the presence of God, feeling the presence of God wasn't my problem. And I went. Probably about the way I look too. I'm looking around. (laughs) Who's watching me? (laughs) And at my wedding, we got married on a Sunday night at church during a service, regular service. Right? We got married and sat down, but I'll never forget during the worship at service. My whole family came to Denver for the wedding. They didn't believe like we believe they were expressionless they were (laughs) anti-expression and i remember i'm i I was already nervous i was getting married for goodness sake and she's a lot better looking than me i couldn't blow it (laughs) and so i'm i'm standing there and and it's during worship service and she come walking in all right, because that's just the way we did it then. Anyway, she come walking in, and she stood on that side. I think I got the sides right. I don't remember, but do I got sides right? She comes over to that side, and I'm standing there as nervous as can be. I'm like, you know, you have one back then. You wore a three-piece suit, and, and I'm, I'm just like. And then I got my family. My mom and my dad are behind me, right, and my brothers are all there. And and the worship starts and she's over there and you know she was born with her hands in the air. And I remember the worship starting and everything in me said, They're not gonna know what to think. Don't do it. Don't just don't do it. And I remember the freedom that happened when I just went, Oh Father, I just worship you. Now I could feel my mom's eyes behind me. You know, you know Superman when he does that. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> but, right, why? Because I got out of the box that others had put me in, yeah. and I said I need freedom, and it took an action to do it. Right? It's kind of like going to church. It's an action. It's when you decide. why I always, I always am very honored when people get up on a Sunday morning because you got to get up on a day that you have off when it's snowing and make a decision to get hopefully showered, yeah. put on clothes, get in the snow, and drive here in the morning. There's, but there's an action that God comes and meets you because of the effort you put out. So to reach the world as we act they see see there's something about when people are willing to do something more to win somebody that it gets your attention it gets your attention so we have to get out of our box of prayer we've got to change it father change my prayer father change my prayer Change me, set me free. All right? Maybe some of you you're, you're filled with the Holy Ghost, but but you don't use it very often. Begin to pray in tongues. I know, but it sounds funny. That's okay. I, I used to be this kind of prayer, right? Because honestly, I was I was nervous. I didn't want anyone to hear me, right? I didn't want to say, Father, send me to the harvest. You've called me to be a pastor. No, I didn't pray those prayers. <laughs> and if I did pray those prayers, they were very quietly so that nobody could hear me. I don't, I don't want Frankie to hear me saying that. And so I would, right, but it's when you begin to get out of that box and find some freedom. So you've got to change the way you think, right? All those different factors that go into making our brains what they are, you've got to begin to change them. You've always seen yourself that you're never going to be an overcomer. Or you're always going to be this. or You're always going to, I'm just going to marry a loser like my dad did. I'm going to do all those things that are there. I'll always be poor. My family never makes it. You have to change those thought process. And the way you change them is two things, praying in tongues and reading the word, praying in tongues and reading the word. When you read the word, you see what God says. When you pray in tongues, your Holy Spirit inside of you begins to lift up and say, I agree with what's in that book and it causes you to begin to lift up higher. And then you have to change your actions. Do what you've never done before. I'm so thrilled that, that that several people have come up to me this year and said, "Pastor, I went on outreach." I went on outreach. And I was so afraid. But it was so thrilling they're changing their actions and they're going to get different responses because you're changing what you do. Change your prayers, change your thoughts, and change your actions. Get out of the box. Jesus wants to win souls. He wants to expand and move and breathe and get people saved. What will you do? You. What will you do if next Sunday another hundred people are here at the same time, will you say, That's been my seat since we had this building? Or will you say, Pastor, stick a speaker out there and I'll sit on the hill if I have to? There's a big difference. God wants to move. Amen? So we have to take initiative to bring the changes that God wants to bring. In Jesus' name. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Nobody looking around for just a minute. Maybe you're here and you're not saved. You've never asked Jesus into your life. But today, the Holy Spirit's dealing with you. You want to give your life to the Lord. You'd signify it with an uplifted hand. Is there anyone at all all the way across this place? Unsaved. Maybe you're here in your are Maybe you were raised in church. Maybe you used to go to church. Maybe you used to, But somewhere along the line you got distracted. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. But there is an action to where you say, you know what? Lord, I, I kind of got separated a little bit. I need to repent. And you change. And you take that action. You say, Jesus, forgive me you're here and your back slid in your heart somewhere along the line you just want to make a recommitment to the Lord you'd signify it with an uplifted hand before we move on just put your hand up put it right back down put it up so I can see it so that, that I know to pray amen God sees his hand you can put it down is there anyone else it's just a recommitment I'm saying God I'm gonna make these changes this time I'm gonna move on with the things of God amen you raised your hand I believe you meant it could, could you could you look at me real quick would you mind coming I'm gonna have one of the guys pray for you. Would you come? Paul, where's Paul? Paul pray for you if you come, when everyone else comes. Now maybe you're here and God's dealing with you about the boxes that you're in. About being willing to get out of that box. About being willing to confront the fear. About being willing to make changes in your life. About being willing to do something that's different. Hey, I understand. I know what it's like but I'm here to tell you there is nothing like getting out and getting some freedom in these areas and I guarantee you with every breath that I have you can do it if you're willing to make the changes and take some initiative we're gonna stand to our feet we're gonna worship God if the Lord's dealing with you and you want prayer this morning these altars are open let's stand let's worship God Thank you for listening to this message by Pastor David Verdecchio of New Destiny Christian Center. If you'd like to learn more about our ministry, please visit us online at www.newdestinychristiancenter.com.